When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. What's the deal, y'all? It's your girl, Molly Brazy, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastards. Yo. I'm not lazy, I'm bossy, I don't feel like moving. In, in, in the fast lane, but I proved it, I'm cruising. I, I hear niggas saying I don't write. All right, so we got Molly Brazy off the porch with us today. Oh. How you feeling today? Real good, real brazy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, appreciate you coming by today. I appreciate you for having me. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Um, so let's take it back to Detroit. Mm-hmm. What was it like growing up there for you? Um, well, now since I'm moving around the world and stuff, like it's like... I feel like it's the same as anywhere else, you know, but um, it's about the way you move and the things that you're into. Because um, if you're moving wrong, you feel me, just like anywhere else, things happen, you know? Like people look at Detroit as if it's just this dangerous city, is really what you're into. Hmm. You know, like, right. I would say that you just gotta know how to move. Okay. Yeah. What part of the city are you from? I'm from Joy Road 89, straight up off the freeway, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right. At what age would you say you jumped off the porch in Detroit? Mm, five. Five? Mm-hmm. What were you doing at five? At five, I had my own gang. Um, my gang lasted from when I was five. I would say I was in the gang when I was five because my brothers was already running it, you know? And I was always fighting, like, early and then... At 
I don't even know what age I was, but in the eighth grade, I became CEO. So it's like, you know, I started running shit. So, yeah. Were you winning most of these fights? If I wasn't winning, I wouldn't be CEO. I got four <laughs> brothers. I'm fighting all these niggas. I know how to fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say is one of the biggest life lessons you learned? The biggest life lesson would be <laughs> don't be loose. <laughs> It would definitely be don't be loose because, you know, where I come from, everybody's trying to up the skull. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, don't be loose. What's one of the biggest obstacles you had to overcome to make it out of Detroit? Um, the biggest obstacles was learning the business, learning the music business, you know. Um, when I came into the game, I was about... 16 years old and I just wanted to rap. I just wanted to show people that I could rap. So, um, after learning things from my first manager, you know, learning the game, not from him, but learning from the experience and things that I was supposed to have, things that I was supposed to have going on, um, it made me open my eyes. Like, I gotta know my worth. Like, you know, I gotta know I have my own sound. I was seeing other people that come around. It's like, you don't have your own sound. You know, people giving this to you. Like when I came into the rap game, it was more for me to show my talent, things that I'm writing. So when I started hearing about people getting stuff wrote for them, um, people giving giving them an image, turning them into somebody that they, they're not, that was different for me. Like it took a lot of fun out, out of it for me. Mm -hmm. So that would be the biggest obstacle. Like just learning the business, but that shit lame. Like how they say it's a dirty game, it's oh, a it's, dirty game. It's, it's very shady game. and everything, yep. It's a dirty game for sure. Yep. What had inspired you to start rapping at first? Um, what inspired me? Um, I would say I've been inspired before I even started rapping. I've been inspired, I just didn't do it because my big brothers, they had these hard ass bars where they'd be like, freestyling but they going against each other they like saying stuff like roasting each other and like i don't know it was just like it was just so funny i'm not funny when it comes to jokes like when i was in high school and it came to like roasting each other at the fucking lunch table stuff like that i couldn't do it i just i would say something that i heard already <laughs> like i'm not gonna say nothing that come right off the dome unless you really look like a fucking sloth or you know some shit like that other than that it's just like I'd be stuck. Somebody going, yeah, like you, you can have it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, who'd you grow up listening to besides your brothers? Um, I grew up listening to Stunhard, Rokane, um, Bang Gang, um, Babyface Ray, uh, Cash Doll for show. Um, Mostly Detroit artists, I would say that. I would say every Detroit artist that was popping at the time when I first started rapping. Um, what's his name? Eastside 80s, Dexo Sama. Y'all, if y'all go back in time, you know what I'm saying? Like when shit was fun, like right now with this corona stuff. And I don't know, I think everybody's favorite year was 2017, you know? It was just a lot going on at the time and them was my favorite artist and it's like they really inspired me um not only to rap but to rap the way i rap like, these all niggas you know what i'm saying so it's like if i'm rapping the way i am and i'm a female people want to believe you feel me 
payroll. Mm -hmm. That's another person that I was listening to. He ended up like making me feel like, oh, I can do that because it's things that I actually lived. It's about it's it's not about what you're saying. It's about how you're saying it. It's about how you really feeling what you're saying, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they basically, you know, them are the only people that I was listening to when I was coming up, basically. So were you surprised at all that your music took off so quickly? Um, I wouldn't say that I was surprised because. When I first dropped my first freestyle, which is what took me, you know, to the next level, um, I was getting a lot of reposts on social media that I didn't have. Like I didn't have Twitter, I didn't have Facebook at the time. I only had Instagram. So it's like um, when people start hitting me up, like, "Oh, I saw your video on Instagram." This and them, like, "How? I don't. I mean, not Instagram, <laughs> Facebook or Twitter." I'd be like, "How? That don't make no sense." And they uh, send it to me, and they have like. 60,000 views or, you know, at the time me starting off, that's a lot, you know? And then when I went back to my Instagram post, it had like 100,000 views and then it was, it had a lot of shares. So that didn't really, you know, surprise me either. So when it came to going out, like I would always walk to my corner store. I ended up going to my corner store one day and everybody in there knew me. Like, they're like, Molly Brazy, I'm like, like, I didn't go by the name is Molly Brazy. They knew me about Molly, you know, not Molly Brazy. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> like, you feel me? I think I'm finna get jumped or something. You feel me? Cause Molly, y'all gang and shit. So it's like, it's different. Man, it's like, I couldn't go back to school. Cause when I checked back into school and shit, they, it was just too much. Like, you know, everybody knew me already. And I, the first day I recorded my freestyle, I was at home because I got kicked out of school for fighting before lunchtime. So, you know, it's early as a kid. You want to be at school because that's where all your friends are. You feel me? Um, when I got kicked out, I'm at home 11 o'clock. I'm bored as hell. Recording my freestyle, uploaded it, it went viral. Literally, when I woke up. It's everywhere. People hit me up like, oh, you, you rap, you this, you that. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba. I ain't really believe it like that until the people that I listened to in my city, all the people I was telling you, like, Brocaine, all of them, you know, they all start hitting me up like, Let's get in the studio. First song I did was with Rocaine. It hit a hundred thousand in a week. You feel me? Do that not tell you oh keep doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's that's what really made me you know, keep doing that shit. And you were what, just sixteen at the time? Sixteen. No, I think I was seventeen when I recorded the video though. Okay. But I was sixteen when I dropped that freestyle and shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's your thoughts on the rap game right now? My thoughts on the rap game right now. Okay, the females are doing their thing. That's first and foremost. Um, Lil Baby doing his thing. I listen to Lil Baby Dirk. Um, my whole thing is the people that I would actually turn on and be feeling like, oh, you know. Hold on, y'all. My jersey just got here.
What all you got here, Molly? What else, what's being delivered to you? You know, I got two big Cubans. Stop playing with us. You know? <laughs> big brave. Yeah. Big, big brave, you know? We had to double it up on them. Thank you. Nice and icy. Nice and icy. Yup, yup. Okay, what was I doing? Female rappers. Okay. Um, with the female rappers, um, you know, I looked up to Nikki. I looked up to Trina. Um, I looked up to Cash Doll. It's just like these are big artists in the industry right now. Kim, I'm, I, I fucked up because I looked up to Kim C at the same time, but it was like when I got into the industry, it kind of changed my view on things. Like I still look up to them. I love where they're going with everything when it comes to female rap. And the simple fact of what everything that's going on with female rap right now, like we all getting into it. We, we all like, you know, showing our talents. We really being on right now. You know what I'm saying? So, now when I got into the industry and I found out they had writers. Not not the people I said. Not get it twisted, okay? <laughs> not the people that I said. I'm just saying, like, it's people that come into the industry and they have writers. And that kind of took fun out of it for me. Like, I had to learn that um, there it is writers in the industry. People in the industry that actually writes for artists. I didn't know that. You know, me starting at home, I'm writing my own shit. You know what I'm saying? For it to go viral, I mean, I got I got something going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm literally saying things that I'm going through. I'm literally saying things off the dome, things that come to me, things that I feel, and just write it down. It rhymes. Let me write it down. You know what I'm saying? So, if some people tried to write for me before, I just was never feeling. It was never me. You know, so it's like when people get into the rope for them, it kind of take fun out of the fucking industry for me. Like when I become where I want to be, though, I'm going to have a rap show. You want to know what it's going to be called? What? Rapper or reciter. <laughs> it's because I had to learn the industry and I had to know that, you know, it's writers in the industry. You know, they're there for a reason. They have to do their job, you know. But if you a regular person, somebody like, oh, you got the image, I'm gonna make you a rapper, I'm gonna make you this, I'm gonna make you that, I'm gonna give you this, I'm gonna give you that. That's not, you, you shouldn't be acknowledged as a fucking artist, you know? So, you know, getting into it, blah, 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 motherfuckers, getting shit wrote for them, it just made me look at it different. Like, not that I want somebody to write it for me, but I'm looking at y'all, like, damn, I, I liked your music, I, I thought you was about that, you hear me? No. So what I'm supposed to believe in now? I don't have nobody to look up to because, damn, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> okay, but, okay. I'm not gonna say I don't have nobody to look up to, but I don't get shit wrote for me. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather explain my life, be myself. You know, I don't want nobody to make it for me. I don't want you to make my life. I don't want you to make me seem like this person, that person, you know? I can see if I'm fucking acting, I'm in a movie. That's different, you know? Rapping, nah, never. Yeah, it should be about your story. It should your be life. about your story, exactly. And that's how music back in the day, like, if I was in charge of the fucking music industry, I would make it where, you know, back in the day when we wouldn't be able to go on a famous person Instagram to see how they living, see what they posting on Insta Snap. You got to call that, um, what is it called? Hotline? What, what is it called? The fan, 
whatever it's called, like you got the call and it'd be an answering service. These things that they are, you know, you should only see me in concert. You shouldn't see me my day to day. You know what I'm saying? Live. No, like, I don't think that's, no, that ain't right. But it's 2020. So, you know, that's how people do it. Whatever. <laughs> and congrats on your first child. On my what? First child. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I thought you said Sean. I was about to say, I bet Sean doesn't know me like that. But yes, my baby is everything. <laughs> so how's it been being a first-time mother? Um, it's not what I expected. I, I expected it to be very hard. I expected it to be like I wouldn't be able to work and I wouldn't be able to do certain things. But at the end of the day, I'm a Pisces. I started off as a Pisces. So my emotions are in, in everything that I do, you know? So when it comes to recording while I was pregnant, if I get emotional, whatever, I'm taking it out on that track. You get me? If I'm shooting a video, blah, blah, blah. If I get tired, I'm going to take a nap. Y'all going to shoot what y'all got to shoot. I'm going to take my nap. I'm going to wake up. We finish. You feel me? Other than that, it's like when my baby got here, my baby at the studio with me, he would have been here, but his auntie wanted to watch him. You know, <laughs> it's different. I'm telling you, I take my baby everywhere with me because I look at children like they didn't ask to be here. Then I look at other artists, like, you know, you can say so much about an artist and be like, you, you don't be with your kid, all that type of stuff. I'm not worried about that because I know I'm going to be with my child, but at the end of the day, it's like, I feel the same way, you know? How can you stay away from your child if it works? You know, I needed this motivation, real shit, because early in my career, I didn't have motivation. I just felt like anything I would say would pop. And it did, you feel me? So I didn't have nothing motivating me like, oh, I'm on I'm on the streets, I gotta get out the streets. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just in a dangerous neighborhood where people would be like, You're from Detroit, so how was it? You know? But I know how to move, what I was telling y'all before, you feel me? So it's like with my child, he really motivates me. He makes me wanna grind, he makes me wanna, you know, stay working. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's been pretty easy balancing it's the music career with the everything. Yeah. It's not what I expected, but it's everything. Yeah. That's what's up. Was it difficult being pregnant during the pandemic? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, I, my whole thing with, maybe I got to put you on blast, okay? So when I first got pregnant and everything, right? Um, you know, I'm, I'm a little person. Like, I didn't know for a very long time. And I'm always partying, I'm always drinking, so I didn't know, you know, my pudge was from me being pregnant up with alcohol or whatever. But um, I ended up learning, like, later on in my pregnancy that I was pregnant. And they ended up telling me, like, this baby is strong, he's healthy. What, you been taking prenatals? This and that. I'm like, prenatals? Like, what you talking about? Like, what? And they like, no, he is advanced. Like, he moving, he this and that. And it was very early in my pregnancy, so it was just like, I want to say it was no different when it comes to being pregnant. And I'm a Pisces. I told you that. I'm a Pisces. So I'm very emotional. I know how to handle my emotions. I know how to take it out when it comes to recording. If it's an emotional song, I'm going to take it out like that. If it's an aggressive song, I'm going to take it out like that. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, it's like, it was never like, let me go home. I'm tired. I don't want to do this. Like, no. I'm like, use them emotionally. Put them in the you know what I'm saying? I want people to feel that. I got you. All right. So. You got a new project on the way called Pink Molly. Pink Molly. Why? Why Pink Molly? Because um, my other my other um, albums was called I had Molly World, Big Bravey, um, Queen Pen, 
You know, these are all things that describe me, right? So I'm just the all over the place type of person. Have you ever saw somebody off Molly? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you know, like, it's like, it puts you in a different, I don't know, you be all over the place, you know? You just be, I never took Molly before. Let's, let's, let's get the record straight. <laughs> I never took Molly before. Like, when my first song I said, my name is Molly, I ain't popping it. That's real shit, that's on, <laughs> stop playing with me, okay? Anyway, um, I want people to know when they look at Pink Molly, like, it's gonna be all over the place, but it's gonna be things that you feel. It's gonna feel personal. It's things that's gonna motivate you, things that you want to listen to every day, you know, things that's going to make you want. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just get up and go get a bag. And that's my main thing. I listen to music to make me want to get up and go do some shit, you know. Other than that, if it's me, you know, I got to stay straight. I mean, stay, um... Uh, still, I gotta stay still. I, gotta, I can't do too much. I can't turn up. I was like old school music. I don't listen to too much slow music today and age. Like, you know, but listen to my own music, I be turning up like it'd be bad, you know? So, so you recorded this project while you're pregnant, though, right? Yeah. Was that different? Did that change the vibes of the songs? I or? told you. It made me take out how I feel in the song. The song, I got a song called Sis, right? So, you know, everybody like, sis, sis. I don't like when bitches sis me. Don't sis me. Don't call me your sis. I'm not your kin. Don't do that, okay? So, you know, I'm like, you look mad, sis. Wait, I take that back. You look bad, sis. For real. Look at your face. You got bad, sis. Have a lady keep the change. You got bad, sis. Too bad. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, bitch, you want to call me a sis? Let me tell you about yourself, huh? You calling me sis like you know me. You don't know me. You feel me? Then I got, it's just, let me tell you, Pink Molly is dead, okay? Motherfuckers gonna be riding to that bitch every day. <laughs> what can you tell us about the first single, Boss Up, with Mozzie? All right, let me get into this. Hmm. All right, so Boss Up gonna be on some motivational shit, you know? So I've grown up listening to payroll. Carol Giovanni. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he always made songs that motivated me, wanted me to get up and go do some shit. Like, even if it's going to get some money, it don't matter. Like, if you sleep, you're not getting no money, you're not doing anything with your life, you're not taking that step to do something more in your life, to upgrade your life. So, Boss Up is more like, oh, get up, get you some money, get something going with your life. You want to listen to this on the way to do some shit, you know, like to make you go harder at it, make you want to, I don't know, I, I don't know, like it's motive, it's a motivational song. Like I want people to turn it on when they, on their way to their nine to five, I don't give a fuck what you doing, you feel me? Just turn that bitch on, you gonna want to go get it, you gonna want to grind for it, you gonna want to go harder at it, you feel me? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's basically it, motivational. And I was told one of your favorite songs on there is Daddy's Little Girl. Mm -hmm. What can you tell us about this song? Um, Daddy's Little Girl is just more so like, so my brother in jail and shit. And it's just like, this, this is my twin. We did everything together. So, um, I would say I just, 
every time he listens to my songs, like, mind you, he ain't been out here by, while I've been rapping. He got a long time. He's been in there since I started. And every time he listens to my songs, he be cracking up laughing. I just like, bro, why you laughing at me, bro? He's like, bro, that's my little sister. I can't believe it, you know? So me and my, I lost my dad when I was about six, seven years old. And, you know, you won't remember too much. You know, I remember some things with my dad, but I don't remember too much. You feel me? So my brother, was, my brother took this brother, he took that role on, like, you know, I'm going to teach her what she needs to be taught and stuff like that. Um, Daddy's little girl is just all of that. It's just basically letting them know about that relationship I had with my dad. And then it, you know, went over to my brother and my brothers at that, you know. So it's like. It's a really touchy song. That's why it's my favorite song. It's very touchy. Like, it gets me emotional. Like, you know, it's, it's that, that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what can you tell us about Curious? I know you already put this video out. Curious, I dropped that because... Curious, I dropped that because... Um, I ain't dropped it in a minute. And I feel like motherfuckers was curious about what the fuck was going on. They, Molly fell off. Molly did this. Molly da-da-da. Molly ain't think about shit but a motherfucking check. At the end of the day, bitches think they can just, oh, let me go record a song. I'm a rapper now. Baby, it's so much more. Remember I told you I started off just rapping. I'm like, oh, that's all I want to do. You know, I didn't know it was money in this shit. I didn't know a lot of shit about the rap game type shit. You know, I had to learn the business. So I, motherfuckers look up to me, they want to rap. Go ahead and do your thing. But be prepared with what comes with it when you reach that level. You know what I'm saying? And that's what really, like, I want to say what I want to say, but I can't say what I want to say. I got fans and I got fans. Let's go to the next one. All right. Talk to us <laughs> about your relationship with Cuban Doll. Uh, um, that's my crazy baby. You know, um, when I started off, I ended up meeting her um, along the line, um, collaborating with another artist. And it's like we clicked when we first met or whatever. And it's just like, you know, during our relationship and stuff, things happen, you know. And people realize where they was wrong and where they fucked up at, you know. And it's just like when the love was, when the love is genuine, because I don't fuck with people like that. I don't really have friends. I don't have people that I associate myself with. It's like the way our relationship was, it had to been what it was. If you know, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day. So, yeah, that's my crazy baby at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, so you got a merch collab with uh, Crooks and Castles. Mm-hmm. What can you tell us about this? Um, see, I think Crooks and Castles just looked at me like I was dead. Like, you know, just with everybody that's collabing with me right now, they're looking at me like, that's big crazy. I need to get something or, you know? <laughs> and it's like, I like that, though. You feel me? Because I've been in See, this is why I went to the next question the last time. I'm going to just say it. Um, you know, it's teams that I've been through that made me not believe in myself. I've never been the type to get a, an opinion from anyone else. I don't care what you think about me, you know. But it's just like with Crooks and Castles, the way they're looking at me like, oh, da, da, da. With other brands, oh, that's big crazy. Oh, 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 you know. That kind of restore your energy like, okay, I am, you know, let me get back to where I've been on. You feel me? So 
Yeah, that Crooks and Castles one, you see me? I feel like they fuck with boss up like that. They want to, you know, hop on that. You feel me? That is. Mm-hmm. And got your own headphones, Brazy Bangers. Mm-hmm. Where my headphones at? Let me show you how these. These exclusive. I'm sending them to all my DJs also. And shit, y'all can drop them. Y'all can drop them. You know what I'm saying? Let me just lit. Y'all going to So these are my headphones. Brazy bangers, they hard. I ain't gonna lie. This this is my favorite pair right now because I didn't do too many colors yet. They ain't, um, I ain't really started, you know, like going into detail how I want them. But um, these are my favorite right now, all black, and they are wireless. I also have um, speakers, Bluetooth speakers. I also have like the the things people wear, the corporate office, the, um, you know what I'm talking about? They're going like AirPods. The Bluetooth, yeah. Yeah, I got those too. Um, I just want to do something different than just merch. You know, all, all artists need merch, but you know, I just want something different. Yeah. When will those be available? These will be available when my tape drop because okay. the first, um, I don't know how many yet, I'm going to figure that out, but the first couple or so is going to have my music already on it. So you don't have to buy it on Apple Music. You get this, you get headphones, you get the speaker, you get um, the whole track list free. You get just my signature. You get a lot of things, you know. Yeah. So I want to give packages out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. All right, Miley. Anything else you're working on? What else is coming up? Anything else I'm working on? I'm working on a lot of shit, but I don't like to really tell what I'm doing right now. You know, I'd rather just get it done and then show y'all. But um, I will definitely be into movies, so I need y'all to stay tuned. Um, other than movies, I got a clothing line dropping. Um, not merch, but a real clothing line dropping. Other than that, y'all can follow my YouTube because my baby, everybody want to see things that's going on with my baby in my life, so... I definitely want to get on that too. Y'all can definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel at Molly Brazy. Y'all can subscribe, I mean, follow my Instagram and my Twitter at Molly Brazy. Anything you want, Molly Brazy is at Molly Brazy straight. That's me, okay? Ain't no fan pages, none of that, all right? <laughs> Any shout outs? Shout out to my baby daddy. Shout out to my baby Millie, okay? Shout out to my mama. Shout out to Mia. Shout out to BMG. Shout out to my nigga Brad. You know, and um, shout out to you know everybody in the world that lives. Oh, shout out to the Brazy Babies. Shout out to the motherfucking Brazy Babies. I love y'all, y'all the shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not lazy. I'm bossy. I don't feel like moving in, in, in the fast lane, but I proved it. I'm cruising. I, I hear niggas saying I don't write my own music. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cut-off. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.